Hello, beautiful people, and welcome back to another episode of BU with Declan Edwards. This is episode number 53, which means, can you believe it? We have officially been running the podcast for one year. And I feel like sometimes, you know, life is just serendipitous, things fall into place, everything happens at the same time. It's what the beautiful synchronicity of life. Originally, I had a different topic planned for today, but in reflection of some things that happened in my life yesterday, I went, you know what, that is way more important for me to talk about, for me to open up about, for me to be real about with our listeners. And coincidentally, it aligns with us having the podcast running for a year. Now, the topic, obviously, if you've seen the title of of this week's episode is, I don't have all my shit together. See, people seem to think that because I've been running this podcast for a year, because I've been coaching people for close to three years now, because I run BU Coaching uh, as a successful coaching company for the last two years, and because I've been coached myself and you know engaging in the personal development space for the last, geez, eight years now, people just assume I must have it all together. Like, it must be just some endpoint, and that's it, and you know... Basically, you do the work and you're done. And I always say to people, we don't expect that of our physical well-being. We're like, no one ever thinks they can go to the gym for a year or eat well for a year and then just stop and never do those things again and they'll still be healthy. It's a consistent lifelong effort. And it's the same with our personal development and our emotional well-being and our sense of thriving in life, which is why I still have coaching sessions. And this week's episode is actually a reflection on a coaching session I had yesterday with BU's amazing COO and co-founder, Jordan. Uh, who was very, um, I'm very grateful for, for many reasons. One, for how much he's helped make BU uh, such a successful movement and helped us impact so many lives. But B, he's always there having my back. And I know that as a coach himself, he's able to help me see the things that I'm not seeing on my own. He's able to help me get those changes that'll actually put me back on the right track and, and help me feel like that sense of thriving again and get resolution when things you know aren't going well or when shit hits the fan, I might say. So without further ado, we're going to jump straight into this week's episode and it's going to be a reflection on the coaching session I had yesterday, the things I was struggling with, the main takeaways that helped me make a change in there and also why there is so much value in still having a coach for myself after all this time. So let me give you a brief bit of background to yesterday's session and and what went down and why I felt the need to book in a session basically immediately with Jordan. So my role in the company as CEO is to basically act as the visionary, to think of what are the next steps for BU one year, three years, five years, 10 years down the line, which is incredible. It's something I'm very grateful to be in the position to do. And we actually have some very, very exciting projects coming up, uh, stepping into the corporate wellbeing space and helping companies be happier. Uh, if we're going to spend 40% of our waking hours in life at a job, we might as well go to a workplace that prioritizes its staff's well-being and engagement. But the other thing that we've got coming up, which I'm very excited about, is we are developing Pocket Coach, which I can't tell too much about at the moment, but it is a way to make coaching remarkably accessible on a global scale. And and the impact that coaching can have, remarkably accessible both time-wise, so you don't have to wait on these big waiting lists, and be financially as well, making it a much more cost-effective thing to do and invest in for your own well-being. Now, both of these projects I'm incredibly excited by, and I've been making good grounds on them. And then we hit a brick wall on one. 
So the brick wall on one of them is I have gone as far as I possibly can on one of those projects uh, on my own. I'm now at a point where I need to bring in external experts and we're still trying to find those experts. So it's literally stopped. Like There's nothing I can do moving that one forward. And that was difficult for me to stomach and to handle um, because I'm, to be honest, one of my things I'm still working on for myself is I'm remarkably impatient. I like things done yesterday. I'm very much an action-focused person. It's always about forward progress, movement, like things have to be done now and they have to be done well and we have to achieve them, which is a great, great strength, but also a great weakness if I don't know how to turn it off and work around it. And so yesterday when I found out that we'd really hit that brick wall there, we had a couple of other curveballs thrown that really hit all at the same time. To be honest, I just became massively overwhelmed and I felt myself go through, you know, stress, disappointment, anxiety. It got to the point where I, you know, just had to get out of the house and went to the shops. I bought like $50 of groceries that we really didn't need just to distract myself. And I could see I was falling back into that old pattern, which if you've listened to earlier podcasts, you'll know I struggled for a long time with emotional eating. And I could see that's exactly what I was doing. I was stressed. I was anxious. I was overwhelmed. So I went straight to the shops, bought $50 worth of food. And my plan was to go home and eat it all. And on my way home, I messaged Jordan and said, hey, man, I need a session now. Like, I don't want to run this pattern again. I don't want to feel like this. Now, there's nothing wrong with feeling those those emotions. But don't stay in them longer than they're needed, right? Like the stress, anxiety, the overwhelm, those were all coming up for a reason. They were telling me something. But don't sit in them. Like, I didn't want to sit in them for the rest of my night, especially because, you know, uh, Last night was a night I'd planned to spend with my amazing wife. I wanted to be there for her and be present. So I ended up on the phone in the car as I pulled into the driveway. I had a 30-minute long session with Jordan and had some amazing realizations and takeaways from it. And what I'm about to take you through is three of those key takeaways, three of those key realizations and breakthroughs that would not have happened without having someone external as a sounding board. You know, I always say to people when I say, why would I need a coach? Well, why do we spend hundreds of thousands of dollars to have professional coaches for sporting teams to help sporting teams get better results on the field? And we're not doing the same in our workplaces, in our personal lives. Like, that's crazy to me. And the other thing I tend to say as well is, why does Usain Bolt have a running coach? He's the fastest man in the world. What would be the purpose? So the thing is, the coach can see something that you cannot see on your own. The coach is trained to point out the things that you're not even recognizing, to shine light on your blind spots, to help you grow quicker. It is more effective. It is more efficient. And that's why I was able to break through some of these struggles I was having yesterday by having joined there as a summit. Now, most of the stuff we covered is stuff I teach people. It's stuff that I know, like that theoretically the knowledge is there, but it was all in my blind spot. I could not see it without having that external sounding board to ask the right questions to remind me of the right lessons, to push me out of my comfort zone enough to help me have those breakthroughs. With all that said, let's jump into my first key takeaway from yesterday's session. Now, I will say straight up that the first key takeaway is very much based around an analogy Jordan and I have been using, geez, for a few months now with my coaching sessions around American football. So I played a season of gridiron in Australia and I love watching the American football and I tend to put things back in that analogy. So if you don't watch American football, if you don't understand it, don't worry. I'm not going to get too technical. But basically, the more I spoke to Jordan yesterday, he ended up getting to a point where he asked this quite profound question where he stopped me mid-sentence and said, mate, hang on, just let me ask you something. 
do you expect that every time you get the ball, it's going to be a touchdown? Or in other words, every time you, you know, make a play, it's going to score in point. It's going to end up in points. And I went, well, yeah, of course I do. And I expect that every game I go into, I'm going to win. And he goes, mate, how realistic is that? Look at any sporting team, any business, any person we look up to in life. Do they really win every time? And I laughed and joked. I said, uh, well, according to DJ Khaled, he does, right? All I do is win. Now, it's funny to joke about, but really, like, socially and culturally, we are trained to believe that people who are successful are just automatically successful and they're, you know, every, everything they touch turns to gold. They've got the Midas touch, right? That's not the case. Everyone goes through their losses, their struggles, you know, they fumble, they fuck up, and then eventually they make a, a point and eventually those points add up into a win. Now, we've been on a bit of a winning streak, probably the last four to six months. Like, we've been doing really well at growing our movement, making an impact. I, you know, our team is really performing well. I feel like BU's been absolutely killing it. And then there's been these ones that I expected, and I'll catch that there. There was a large expectation that I put on it that everything was going to go well. Everything was meant to go well and we're meant to win all the time. And when that didn't happen, when reality didn't meet my expectation, that's where stress and disappointment comes from. And that's so common. I see it all the time when I coach people. 90% of the time, your stress, your anxiety, your overwhelm, your disappointment is rooted on an expectation. You've had an expectation about how life is meant to go. It didn't go that way. And so this is where we get these feelings come up. It's exactly what was happening for me. You know, I'd built this expectation, this story about myself over the last four to six months that everything I did was going to work. It was always going to be a win. Every play we ran was going to be a score. And of course, that's not the case. I think stepping back and realizing, one, that it was my expectations causing the, the hurt, and instantly Jordan recognized that and said, I'm guessing you haven't done any gratitudes or appreciations about this yet, because he knows, just like I know when I teach people, the opposite of expectation is appreciation. You cannot do both at once. So he just prompted me to go, what possibly could be good about this situation? What can we appreciate about it? What are we grateful for? And I could come up with three straight away, but I had not even thought to look at that area until the question was asked. And so I came up with those three gratitudes. Suddenly I felt a lot better. My head was a lot clearer. I was less stressed. I could feel the tension in my body leaving and I could start focusing more. I could have a more productive conversation. It was a great way to start the coaching session. So the big realization and takeaway I'd love for you to take from this, really there's two bundled into this one. One is when you are stressed, anxious, or overwhelmed, it is likely coming from your own doing. It is coming from an expectation you're holding and it's your responsibility to flip it into an appreciation. And the other part, the big part of this is not everything is going to be a win. Not every play you run is going to end in points, which means not every day you have is going to be great. And that's okay. You know, I think on social media, we're bombarded by the idea that every day has to be awesome and perfect. That's not how life goes. You're going to have down days. You're going to put a lot of heart and soul into things and it's not going to work. But you'll learn something from it. Right? Great takeaway from the start of yesterday's session was to remind myself of the, a beautiful saying, which I love. It's not win or lose. It's win or learn. Yesterday, some things that I was running didn't work. It didn't win, but I learned a lot from it. So whenever you find that you know you don't feel like you're winning in life, well, look for the lesson because it's there. Continuing down the same analogy, 
uh, of American football and gridiron. My second big takeaway is that there's times that require us to be patient. So, for example, during the coaching session yesterday with Jordan, I remember distinctly saying, I very clearly remember saying to him, man, I feel like I'm smashing the preseason and the training and the drills, but I'm not getting the reward yet. And even as I said it, I was like, duh, that's life. That's exactly how it works, right? We put in the hard work up front, we nail the fundamentals, and then the reward comes later. It's not a case of you do the training and immediately get rewarded. Like if you look at, let's use the same analogy of sporting teams. You don't show up to training and immediately get a trophy. Or maybe these days you do, but it shouldn't be the case, right? You put in the hard work for a long time, then reap the reward at the end. Another great analogy is farming. You know, you don't plant a seed and instantly have a crop. It takes a lot of work and effort to reap the reward at the end. The classic saying, we reap what we sow. And so for me, it was this realization that, hang on, I've been sowing greatness. I have been setting myself up for success. I've been nailing my fundamentals, which is perfect. It just means that the reward's probably going to come one, two, three months from now. It's not going to come immediately. And that's okay. And I know I mentioned to you guys before, that I'm a very impatient person. It's something that is still very much part of my identity. It's something I'm working on changing. Uh, And to realize that that was causing so much angst, you know, I think a big realization for me is a lot of the time when I struggle with anxiety, it is because I'm being impatient. It's because I want, you know, my cake now. I don't want it to bake in the oven. I want things immediately. And I know so many people like that. You know, we are moving faster as a society. Go back 20, 30 years, if you wanted to have a question answered, you couldn't just pull out your phone and Google it. Now you can. You know, we can get information and and, uh, results. We'll call it results with the bunny ears around it in like less than five minutes these days. And as a result, I think a lot of us, myself included, are coming to expect immediate gratification or instant gratification, which is not the way long-term success or change happens. So taking that step back and realizing, okay, like we're in, we're in the preseason at the moment. We're in training. We're going to do the work. I'm going to really commit. I'm going to follow through. You know, it's not a matter of just giving up and going, oh, be patient. Life will deliver what it's meant to to me. Don't get me wrong. I think the universe has my back, but I don't think it's a case of sit back and do sweet fuck all and wait for the universe to deliver it to you. I think you've still got to put in work. So I'm putting in the work in preseason and being patient for the results. And I highly encourage you to do the same. You know, whether it's a big change you're looking for in your career, your health, your financial situation, your mental and emotional well-being, whether it be in your relationships, whatever change you're looking for or working on or developing, know that the reward will come with enough effort and practice. You put in enough effort for a long enough time and you stay consistent with it. I guarantee there will be a result. We've just got to be patient in the pursuit of it. Now, my third and final key takeaway from my coaching session yesterday is actually the last two steps of the five steps to evil change, which is an amazing online course that we give away for free to help people take those first fundamental steps in looking after their sense of thriving in life, in overcoming stress, overwhelm anxiety, in learning how to build their emotional intelligence and well-being. Well, we've recognized that there are five key steps that people have to go through in order to make long-term meaningful change, to make it sustainable. And a lot of people, myself included, I'd say everyone, has blind spots where you'll skip a step or you'll get stuck at a step. 
It's one of the first things we teach in our coaching program. And if you haven't done the course, I highly, highly, highly recommend you Google BU Coaching, the five steps to meaningful change, and you sign up for that free online course to help get you started. Because for me, even after, you know, I wrote the damn course, uh, I did the study to find those five steps. I still have those blind spots where I forget about them sometimes. And it wasn't until we had this conversation that I recognized I was missing the last two, which the last two steps are to reflect and pivot. So to look at what's not working and make slight adjustments to get back on track. Normally what I will do instead is if I reflect it's not working, I'll either get stubborn and I know a lot of people who do this, get stubborn, put their head down and go, well, eventually it'll work. Just keep doing the same thing. And that's insanity, right? It's, it's the definition of insanity, doing the same thing, expecting a different result. But it's what a lot of us do. You know, we get stubborn. We're like, this has to work. I know it's going to work. And we just keep doing the same thing, expecting something to change, which of course it won't. Or, and I'll go through cycles of this, by the way, you know, I'll do that for a while, then I'll get exhausted and I'll flip to the other one, which I'll reflect and go, it's not working. Woe is me. This is shit. You know, I'll have the whole day off where I'm in my pajamas. I just won't be fucking bothered anymore. I'll have those thoughts and stories come up. What's the point? Why am I even doing this? It's so difficult. And so I go straight into burying my head in the sand mode, hoping that something will change completely on its own without me having any role to do with it, which again is unrealistic and of course not going to happen. So we need a middle ground. Now the middle ground is pivot. It is what is the smallest change we can make that will have the biggest outcome. If we bring it back to that football analogy, which <laughs> again, if you've never watched a game of American football in your life, I'm hoping I'm explaining this well enough for you to grasp it and maybe also accidentally as part of this podcast have a rudimentary understanding of American football. That basically what I said to Jordan was it was like I was out on the field running the same play repeatedly and it wasn't working, but I kept doing the same play. And it got to the point where I was like, fuck it, that's surrender, that's you know, forfeit the game, that's walk off. But before I did that, I went over to Jordan, who would be the coach on the sideline, said, coach, this isn't working, man. Like, what else can we do? And from his perspective, from his angle where he can see things different to me on the field, he can see things that I cannot see. He's like, well, why don't we try this instead? And it was such a micro change. He's like, look, man, you're passionate. You've got energy. You're just directing the energy towards something that physically can't move right now. Like, it's not working. Where can you direct it instead? And that's such a simple question, but that realization led me to go, well, hang on, I can put my passion and my energy and my heart into these projects. And they were such great projects, the things I'm genuinely excited about. And sometimes it's just that, that, that realization that you know, if you keep hitting your head against the wall, expecting it to change, that's not how it works. Or if you bury your head in the sand, it's also not going to change. It takes that minor moment of just reflecting, going, what's working, what's not? And that little pivot, like what is the smallest thing I can do differently that will deliver a result? Such a fundamental thing, as I said, part of that five steps of meaningful change, which is one of the first things we teach people, and which I highly, highly recommend you head on over, just Google BU Coaching Five Steps to Meaningful Change and download it because, or enroll in the online course. It is a video training that will take you maybe uh, a max of two hours to complete, but the information you'll gain from it and the techniques you'll gain from it and the self-awareness and understanding that you'll gain from it is incredible. It is such a good way to start on your personal development journey. Or if you're already on your personal development journey, add another tool to that toolkit. So I highly recommend going and checking it out. And of course, I'll get to see you in the course as well. I actually run that course.
And with all of that said, we've actually reached the end of this week's episode. As I said, it was a bit of an unplanned one. Uh, decided, geez, only 30 minutes before recording it that I was going to cover this topic and just spoke straight from the heart and reflected on some things that have been going on for me and how that I believe that they can really help you in your life as well. You know, I think these realizations that I had yesterday aren't unique to me. I'm not a special person who's different to everyone else. They're universal experiences that we all struggle with sometimes and the realizations can help each and every one of us. So I'm very grateful for you choosing, as always, to spend your time with me on this podcast to invest your most valuable resource, which is your time listening to this and investing in your own well-being and personal growth. It does mean a lot. I cannot believe we've been running this podcast for a year now. It started as just a bit of a passion project. Today, we've now had over 7,000 downloads of the podcast and we're spreading a ripple effect. Yeah, we are spreading a ripple effect of positive change that will impact a trillion lives. It's just going to keep moving. But as always, we need your help to do that. You know, we're one year in. We've got many years to go. We've got big ideas for this podcast. There's some amazing guest speakers we have coming up and some others that we're trying to get on board and online. I'm talking world-class people, people who really know their stuff and can bring a ton of value to your life. So we really, really do appreciate it. It means a ton to me to see reviews of this podcast. Like, Just give it the five stars. Write the review on Apple iTunes if you're listening through Apple iTunes. Uh, screenshot that you're listening to it and upload it to social media. Make sure you tag BU underscore coaching and use the hashtag BU with Declan Edwards. That way we can see it and interact with it. Um, and make sure you interact with us on all other areas as well. You know, make sure you check out the website, jump into the free Facebook community we have, the BU community. Just go onto Facebook and search BU community. You'll be able to jump in. Um, make sure you also do that five steps for people change course that we spoke about. There are so many ways to get involved with this and the community that we've built is continuing to grow. It is filled with like-minded, incredible people just like yourself who are passionate about living a life of thriving, who are passionate about building their emotional intelligence and their well-being so that they can truly, truly thrive in life. And we would be honored to have you as part of that community, not just through this podcast, but in all other ways as well. So, you know how we do this. Until the next time we speak, be empowered, be exceptional, and be you.